Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You are listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Well, please tell me we're not on the internet. Unfortunately, that is the news that I have for you today. Also, we have a druid couch. Are y'all gonna turn into an animal? Turn into an animal, like right now. Like, do it. Do we have the do, do we have the budget for that? Are, are we like an animal? That there, like you did it. Instructions weren't important. I like it. I don't know what kind of animal. But that's where we are. Where to go? It was we just here. We are attempting to kill an animal. It was just well, here. Well, an insect. An insect. Is an insect an animal? No one. No. No one take that out of context. An insect is not an animal. <laughs> there it is. They don't say at the end of movies. No insect was harmed during the making of this film. I'm and sure you know yeah. someone stepped on a motherfucking ant. <laughs> Tonight, the Mighty Nine come face to face with moral superiority, snooty activists, and a last name reveal. We're gonna break it all down with my guests, Marisha Ray and Mika Burton. That's me. That's you on the right. Holy, holy shit. Holy shit. All that and more insect killing tonight <laughs> on Tox Machina. Hey, guess what? We have some announcements. Where are you going, Henry? Hello. Tomorrow is new comic book day. Woo! And you know what that means? The second issue of the second series of Vox Machina Origins Wolverine will be available through your local comic book shop or online through Dark Horse Digital and Comixology. We make it easy on people to get our shit, don't we? Get easy on you. Do you remember our website address? Critroll.com. I think I think we're uh, I think we're five for one, Steve. <laughs> what? Most of the cast do not even know our website address. Want to be one for five? What did I say? Five for one. No, you're tra- you're thinking of that band. <laughs> 
Welcome to Talks Machina, Mika. <laughs> I'm here for five minutes. We're already trying to murder someone. I did a lot of yeah. apologizing when you got here. Marcia, what the hell is on the couch next to you? Oh, this is a gift from Mika and her friend. Watch your drink. Check this out. Watch Check your drink. This out. Yeah. Isn't it beautiful? It's finally wow. happened. Look at it. That is mm. extremely detailed, just like my oh, vivid so Molly dreams. Yep. There oh it is. Boy. Get into the oh goods. Boy. Oh boy. Oh, fade to black. <laughs> Wait. I don't think we faded early enough. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. It's so good. He's wow. my new companion. So the girl that made that also made my McCree body pillow. I have one. What of those. you have a McCree wow. body yeah. pillow? Are you just slowly collecting them of the cast? <laughs> no, no, I have that. Yeah, what's really going on so here? McCree jokingly is one of my favorite Overwatch characters, and it has been, so I got one of the McCree body pillows. It's just him holding a hat. Oh right here. God. Is he one of your favorite oh my God. characters, or is like, that the joke? He's up there. Like, I like him. I mean, I'm, I'm a support player, but like, McCree's great and all. It's whatever. Okay. You know, some asshole I, voices him. It's I whatever. Feel like, I feel like the way you phrased that was like, she I don't said, actually like McCree, but I pretend to. Yeah, because to. she said no, she, he's McCree. jokingly my favorite character. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because he's so annoying? Yeah, because he's the worst. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. voice. <laughs> he is jokingly he's a character. Jokingly. <laughs> Matt's not watching tonight, is he? Uh, he's probably busy, right? Yeah. Please. So I'm not coming back next week is what no, I just found out. No, 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 no. Somewhere I heard someone ripping up papers. <laughs> yeah. Throwing yeah. sort of sets at, yes. at walls. Yep. Uh, and uh, Rini's dead. Oh, oh wow. How'd that happen? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. She fell down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Was pushed in front of a moving train. Uh, yep. The first train ever. In, uh, Cannon. Yeah. Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, let us now discuss what actually happened in episode 74, Manifold Morals. That's a mouthful, isn't it? I didn't know the title until now. Neither did I. Oh, no! Don't, don't let him slide. He's very... He, is he He's slippery. What's on the back? Do I want to know? I think it's just a butt. Oh, just a pillow. that's for you to just sort of paint your own picture with your mind. <laughs> Should we lay him like in Trinket's arms or something? I'm kind of trying to give him like head support with. Okay. Uh, question: Why is there Let's... a fez on the bear? Well, that's that's a that's a tribute to a little program we did called Honey Heist that that Marisha here. Uh, Ran. I watched that. I loved really? that. Yeah, so yeah. Matt played Trinket, and he wore. We all had to wear right, fezes in the first. Uh, the first I'm sorry, one. that was a dumb question. Bears and hats. That was so. It long was not ago. a dumb question. It just really showed us how committed you are to the content we put out on this channel. <laughs> That's all it showed us. But hey, do you know what's going to cheer you up? Do you know what's going to cheer you up is some crit roll stats. You know about those? <laughs> so these are these are statistics. About the show Critical Role, <laughs> and since you were in this episode, some of these statistics I'm about to read uh -huh. have to do with you and Holy your character shit. choices. Crazy how that works. This is so cool. Isn't it cool to just show someone the light from the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I literally, I'm sorry. Listen, I love, I love, I love everybody here, and I love everybody who's a part of this. But I've, I've seen, I've seen two whole episodes of Critical Role. Do you know before. who this is? <laughs> what is that? Do you know who this is? No. Don't say what is that. What is that? What 
It's obvious. It's obviously a human person. Well, yes, but I mean, like, why it's is a, there a tiny picture behind? Well, with the printer we have here is very small. It's <laughs> true. Um, this is Arsqueef. You know? Do you know about Arsqueef? Yes, I do know about Arsqueef. See now, see now, you're now you're further along than you thought you were. I am. I'm. I'm proud of myself. I'm catching up. Tonight's All episode. This is that you know about Arsqueef. I do know about Arsqueef because I know that Arsqueef makes amazing gifts. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. So is, and is also this, makes amazing that's love. That's man. Is, that's the man behind the queef. <laughs> that let it be known from this day. I need to go. The year of our Lord. Okay, crit roll stats for episode 74. The party went at least 183 days without knowing Bo's last name. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like half a year. How many people? That I thought it was. Yeah. 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 I don't think I know anybody like in my life personally that I don't know their last name. Yeah. Um, Steve, is your last name still Steve? Steve, 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 Steve. Yeah, because he said Steve, Steve. No. No, you changed it? What's yeah. it now? Foster? <laughs> <laughs> Dad? Seems like he's Seems like he's playing to an audience of one there, but that's fine. Um, yeah, it seems like a long time to go without learning someone's last name. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rainey had the 250th guest role of Campaign 2. So your, your, your persuasion check to negotiate with the Woodset auditors was the 250 time a guest oh, is rolled. Oh, guest role. I thought you meant like a guest role, like No, we haven't had that I many like, guests. Yeah. I was no, doing no, no, math no. in my head. That's so cool. I kind of thought the same thing. I'm not going to lie. I was like, <laughs> there's, like, no there's no way. We've been on for longer than it's I been thought. There. <laughs> yeah. Um, the cast will eventually get so boring that we will have to bring on that many guests, I think. <laughs> How dare. Sam can only do so many. Uh, the number of other puns this episode oh, was no. six. Otter six puns. Otter puns? Sorry. Only six. Okay. There's a typo here. We yeah, only Just six kidding, otter Danny, puns? We gotta knock we gotta that number out. Yeah. Yeah. Triple it at least. Well, it's even Speaking better because they're the woodcutters. Yeah. And he's like, look at all this. Speaking of otters, the Monterey Bay Aquarium tweeted us today and was asking about how many clam, how much clams their otters could purchase with 200 platinum. And Crit Roll Stats apparently calculated it. And oh. uh, it's something like 700 clams or something like that for the Monterey Bay Aquarium. 700 Marianne. clams. We otters. could give so wow. many otters so many, so many snacks. Clams? Oh, can we go to Monterey and like feed otters and hold hands with them as they sleep? I would love that so much. That great. Do they sleep underwater? No. They like float on their backs on like and they hold hands. So they don't float away. Have you That's never really cute. Have you never loved an otter like we've loved otter otters? Videos? I have not loved an otter like you've loved an otter. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. I'm sorry. Why I am here? so sorry. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. We just had a guest yell, why am I here? <laughs> I don't know if I'm proud or disappointed in myself. You are proud. <laughs> and when, Mik when Mika gets home and sees all the great Arsqueef gifts of you going, what the fuck did I do this for? Um, Bless you, Arsqueef. Bless you for your name, Arsqueef. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, mm -hmm. so, so good. good. Well. We're going to begin tonight's episode of Talks Machina the same way we begin every Talks Machina with a question. 20 minutes into the show. Yes, yes, 20 minutes into the show. No, 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 no. With a question from Mika Burton. 
That's me. You haven't seen the show, but no, I part of the I'm gag sorry. of Tox Machina is for 120... Two episodes now, we uh -huh. start the show with a question for you, ah. even though you had never been on the show. That's crazy. Some of the previous ones we've gotten were, when is Mika gonna come on Critical Role? Mm -hmm. That's now been answered. Huh. Some of the other ones were, if she was on Critical Role, would she come on Talks? Yeah. Here that, you are. Look at this. <laughs> this person's name. I have to blink eventually. You can blink after I read the question. Oh my god, my eyes are watering. John McDonald wants to know, mm -hmm. Mika, yes. you looked prepared oh. for this session. What does your D&D &D and tabletop history look like? Uh, I've been playing D&D &D for a good few years now. Mm -hmm. um, I played for fun, uh, like, as a teenager, but like didn't actually know what was going on. I was just kind of playing with friends. Um, and then when I used to work at my old job at Rooster Teeth, uh, I was part of a campaign for D&D, for like four Dungeons & Dragons, Wizards of the Coast, with one of my coworkers, Dante Basco, and uh, Kraken. Yeah, and, uh, I know Dante Basco. Yeah, and the and wonderful uh, Lauren Obo-Crazy DM'd us. Yes. And it, that was my first professional D&D game. Um, and then I've kind of kept up pace with like everybody at Wizards and I've done a few things with them. And then I was at The Descent and I saw yeah. you doing your amazing thing oh, at The Descent. Right. Oh. Yeah. And I was on uh, part four of The Descent with our very own Matt and it was uh, really oh, fun. that's right, yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Lots of cool camera work. It was, it was really cool, yeah, it was really yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, and so I've always like loved role play because I have an acting major, so I've loved uh, improv and stuff like that for for ages, and so the fact that D and D is just like all the things I love—fantasy, improv, like dice. Love dice. Oh my god, I have an addiction to them. Yeah, what I, I couldn't tell because I watched it on a very small device. Mm -hmm. How how much dice did you bring with you? Because there was obviously a reaction <laughs> from Laura. I only brought like a fourth of my dice collection, and it for was real? like a good a good chunky set of them, but it was all my prettiest ones. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, yeah. I picked through the night before Critical Role. It was like my first day of school. I was like, I gotta get my dice ready, I gotta get my outfit ready. My highlighters, I gotta, yeah, I gotta my get binder. my trapper keeper yeah. and all that. So I picked all my prettiest dice and I brought it with me. And oh, uh, I guess it was like my mating call to Laura to just pour them all out in front of her. It worked. <laughs> that was highly complimentary oh. of you, by the way, before we even got on the show. Because uh, you apparently sent in a four-page backstory. I did. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Good um, for you. Matt, in the way that he does, just came like <laughs> careening out of his office yeah. in our room and he went, I love Mika Burton. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, she just sent me four pages. He throws down a stack of paper. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Honestly, that was light for me when it yeah. comes to that story. <laughs> like, I, there's something about like sitting down and just writing and going, because I yeah. rolled Rini like two months ago or something. Really? Matt and I sat down for brunch when we first started like figuring out that I was going to do Critical Role. And I rolled this character once again. Love you guys. Haven't seen an episode because there's just so many that I get overwhelmed, so and I don't know where long to start. And drawn out exactly. And, so I was yeah. like, eventually I'll start. Now yeah. I've started, apparently. <laughs> um, but so I just rolled this because I always play tieflings and I always play a sorcerer or something. And I was like, I'm going to go completely different. I want to be Asimar, Asimar, however you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, there's debate. And yeah. I want to be a druid. I'm an Asimar man. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Um, but yeah, I was like, I want to be completely different. I always play chaotic neutral or verging on like just no morals whatsoever. So I was like, I'll play good character this time. 
Um, but I couldn't let go of that slight chaotic mm -hmm. energy yeah. with mm -hmm. Rini. But I don't know, it was just, I love, I love backstory and I love creating things, so I'm glad that Matt appreciated. Oh yeah, the, man. <laughs> the disgusting paragraphs that I just slammed yeah. on a keyboard. Of yeah. course he did, yeah. and if he doesn't, if he doesn't find a way to use it against you next week, maybe he'll make break you come back. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, maybe I gave him too much. Heck no, you can't no, give him too thing. much because yeah. that's his whole world is living in people's backstories and then connecting those to his own. So yeah. it's just more, it's more fun for his brain to expand, really, 100%. I think. Yeah. I also yeah. gave our wonderful artist like a three page description and visual references with sources and everything. Cause I was like, is I just want to make one? sure. Yes, there she is. So good. Here, put it next to you, you know? See how that yes. goes. There it is. Beautiful. I love her freckles. I, I love know. her titties. Yeah, they're great too. <laughs> right? Look at those. That I wanted to a sharp I made sure I, I said she was buxom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wanted her to be buxom. Yep. Oh, right yeah. there. Yeah, no, he's oh, right no, there no, next to your drink. Styling. She is stylish. She's good. There so we go. That I, way. I greatly enjoy her. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Sorry, I went, on, I went on such a tangent. The question was just, what's my experience with D&D? &D? There's my experience. No, it wasn't a tangent. <laughs> I mean, like, it was awesome, because I, we, I was going to ask you some of that stuff anyway. Oh. Yeah. The rest of it I didn't care about, but the stuff That's that you fair. did make sure <laughs> I was going to ask you about. The no. show is nothing but tangents. <laughs> yeah, it's it made is. made of tangents. It's 100%. Yeah. And it's super, uh, hey, Marisha. Hey, cheers. How do you guys like that? It's good. The so Naked good. and Famous mm. from uh, Ashley Burgess. Costumer Delight wants to know, what are Bo's first impressions of Rainy? How does she feel about Rainy's black and white views on good and evil, especially after Caduceus had said that bad guys may just have different views than the Mighty Nine? It's been very difficult to separate Bo's feelings from mine, because um, you know when Travis, when Ashley was playing a barbarian mm -hmm. in those early games, and Travis kept being like, my child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have similar, like, druid vibes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially when you were talking about curling up as a dog. Because I used to do that as Minxie. No way! Uh -huh, oh my uh -huh. God. <laughs> I'd go to my animal farms, and then you were like, it's so comfy, and I was like, it is so comfy, yeah. you got it. She knows. So yeah, so I, I keep being like, because <gasps> uh -huh. <laughs> I think, Bo is, she finds you very endearing mm -hmm. and charming, uh -huh. but also Bo kind of thinks Rini might be a psycho. Valid. So <laughs> that's kind of where she is. I am sort of in that camp too. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also, I just don't really trust nice people. That's why these are my closest friends. That's 100% valid, yeah. But. Rainy's like serial killer nice. That's what I'm saying. It's there's something. I'm glad there's going to be a part two to this song. Yeah, me too. Because I was there's waiting a for lot the. To uh, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Is that what they say? Yeah, that is. What you, they went, are. you went to college. I, I learned a book. You learned a book or once two. Once or twice, you know. Hey. Travel. Uh, Night Wild Wings wants to know. Yeah. Those are the best time to have those. <laughs> I love this because you'll never forget. And you'll go like, I'm gonna think long and hard before I say yes to something that seems like an obvious yes. <laughs> Tox Machina, it's a trap. What drove you to include the vigilante aspect of your character? And do you think that part of her life contributes to her black and white worldview? Um, so it was literally, as Matt and I were sitting down, we were going through the different backgrounds, and I just once again wanted to do something so different than what I've ever done before. Most of my backgrounds, since I tend towards chaotic, are always 
thief, mm -hmm. assassin, mm -hmm. soldier, something dark and filled with blood. And I thought, how can I do dark and filled with blood, but light and filled with blood? I thought folk hero, like vigilanteism. Yeah. And since I picked my druid circle first before I picked my background, I just thought it would be kind of cool to be like giant scorpion Batman. Yes. You know, like yes. going around saving people, but nobody knows it's her. But obviously everybody in town knows it's her. Like yeah. there's a dog with a halo walking around and then you see a girl with a halo and you're like, huh, uh -huh. makes sense uh -huh. that it's the same person. But she thinks everybody is totally enamored by this crazy persona. Um, so yeah, I just kind of thought that somebody who's super good and wants to help everybody would use her powers for good rather than mm -hmm. for evil. And since uh, Sam Liel, Rainey's guide, told her to go to Uthodurn and just kind of vanished for five years, she just kind of set up camp in this place and went, well, there's a lot of bad shit here. Guess I should take care of it since yeah. that's what I should do. Yeah. Um, so it was more the angelic past influenced the folk hero rather than vice versa. So mm -hmm. she's just kind of been going through the world being a goody two-shoes and kind of killing a lot of things and yeah. saving a lot of people, hopefully. Like goody two-shoes do. Like goody two-shoes, you, know, like, you, know? you, you know how goody two-shoes Goody two-shoes, two they'll, they'll rat out the cheaters on tests and then go stab a bitch. Exactly. Yep. Goody two-shoes. Uh, <laughs> You know, Ashley Johnson, awesome. voice of Gretchen on recess. that show. What? Yep. No yep. way. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm learning so many things today. I know, we should charge you for this. We are so shit. Now I'm in school. No! <laughs> this is like ayahuasca for your soul, you know, being on this show, right? That's how you guys would describe <laughs> I it. I haven't heard an ayahuasca yeah. reference Who in a while. Who makes ayahuasca jokes? <laughs> it's not in terms of the enlightenment, though. It's in terms of, like, the vomiting and diarrhea. It's the vomiting and the, it's yeah. the four days of vomiting yeah. and the diarrhea after you take it. And what did you guys think I met? And yeah. Marisha, yeah. Caleb isn't on fire. Wants to know. <laughs> How does Bo feel about the Mighty Nine not asking her about her family name or past? Is she happy about it or does she wish to share more about her life? Uh, she's fine. Bo likes uh, keeping the upper hand by continuing to have secrets. Um, and when I went into this character, I told myself, like, I'm. I am not going to talk about shit unless they ask or unless it's like deeply relevant in the moment. So I haven't. It's been fascinating. It's been why a fascinating experience. Why did you decide experience. to do that? Why, why, why hold back until, I mean, I just, obviously it's a character choice, but why? Yeah, see, I, I was just kind of experimenting with this character choice that she would value knowing things but not divulging them. Mm. In that, like, as soon as, the more you tell people, the more they have to work against you. And that's from a last name and then forth, especially in Bo's line of work. Um, or what she was doing before with her criminal past. So. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, we'll see. We'll, and then it's also kind of like an, I'll like sometimes drop hints and see if people want to take the bait. But you know, like when people tell you in the real world, like, don't worry about it. People really don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's, Bo is kind of like a living, walking example about that. Like, mm -hmm. I there's a lot that I haven't told because like it hasn't been relevant and not really her style to just jump out there. And she's just not like gonna, that. yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Jester will jump out and tell you shit. You know, Caduceus might jump out and tell you shit. But 
Yeah. Yeah. Bo's just gonna. She's. She feels more powerful if she knows more about you than you know about her. That's how she keeps like the upper hand. Yeah. So. That's scary. That is. Mind game. And you said Rini was scary. Damn. All she yeah. wants to do is stab people. Like this one's got a bunch of secrets over here. Yeah. The stabbing's a lot less. Uh, the pen is mightier than the soul. That's and true. the secrets are mightier than the pen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know what's mightier than both? What? Cosplay of the week. Wow! <laughs> Woo! Cosplay of the week! It's so smooth. <laughs> okay, that was the back of that pillow. Our. What? <laughs> oh, that's the back of the pillow. Yep. Our winner for this week was sent in by at. Koalowies. Wait, oh, it says pronounced Koalowies? I did it! Did you do it? I fucking think Am I, I did it. Am I proud of you for once? Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> I'm leaving. Um, I wish we had a balloon drop just oh. waiting. So Rishi, you've wanted a balloon drop for so long. <laughs> it keeps coming up. Oh! That's the celebration we needed. <laughs> Photo by at Amin the Outcast on Instagram. Let's take a look. Hey, it's just Oh Jester. my goodness. I'm 99% sure I know exactly where that was taken. Where? Really? Colossal Con in, at the Kalahari, because oh. I have photos in that field. I know exactly where that is. Jesus. Oh. I probably passed that cosplayer at the con. Also, she looks amazing. What? She looks amazing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh no. Like, why are Jester cosplayers like the cutest things on earth? It's so cute. Like, I it's feel such like a cute character. It's a cute character. Before I even but like. And some of the Knot ones are cute, even though they're so terrifying. All of the Knot ones are cute. What are you talking about? Well, some of them are too scary. That's true. When they get the teeth yeah. down, I'm like, good. yo. Yeah. I love cosplayers. When pe people bring out yeah. babies that are, you know how people have the knot babies and then the babies have the teeth? Yes. I thought you were just going to go, you yes. know how people I have babies? I always like, knock the teeth <laughs> off the baby's face. I haven't done it. I just said like when I I just think about it because it's scary. Brian Foster, baby slapper. <laughs> it's happened. Oh no. Hey, congrats to you at Louise. You have won this black walnut dice vault. Yeah. From our friends at Wormwood Gaming. Do you know about? Do you know about? I know about Wormwood Gaming. Okay, cool. Finally. <laughs> do you know? But do you know about the secret of Wormwood though? Does it smell good? It smells like foam. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Turn it over. It smells like black walnut, one of the rarest woods in Colorado. I don't think I have a good nose. I don't think so either, but that's okay. Do you, know, do you know who does? Who? Our winner. Thank you for submitting. <laughs> No, some of them are actually more pungent than others. I think maybe this one has been passed over a million hands. Well, it also it also <laughs> smells a little bit like Max might have had his See, his greasy. He, uh, he came in hot off the presses, trying to say I'm a bad person because I'm not smelling things. Yeah, well, welcome to Tox Machina. Moving on. <laughs> It's time to ask, let's see. I'm gonna set something on fire by the end of this episode. Uh, Mika just insulted me, so we'll ask Marisha a question. <laughs> Nom the Burritos. Oh, that's a good screen name. So Nom good. the Burritos. I do not want to be used as a device in any of this. No, you're I'm a just, deflection. Uh, yeah. That's different uh, than a device. Yeah, sure. A device is an infinity stone. A deflection mm -hmm. is Captain America's shield. 
You're Captain America's shield. Phenomenal reference You're protecting there. Brian. <laughs> You're protecting me from the Infinity <laughs> Stone on, on the couch next to you. <laughs> Wait, which one, Mika or the pillow? <laughs> Solid question. The pillow's Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about any of this. Ow, the pillow oh. has more power than I do? What if we call you America's ass? I mean, ass? yeah, look at that I pillow. I will accept America's ass. There we go, Marisha's America's ass now. I can't legally say that because she's I my can. boss. <laughs> but I can say that she's Quebec's ass. Sorry, Quebec. <laughs> You're welcome, Quebec. Sorry. <laughs> they actually can't see the show in Quebec. It's That's why we make jokes about it. They've, no, no, no. It's blacked they out. They can see oh, the show. show. They're not, it's not China. No, I thought it was blacked out. <laughs> no, we just can't send them free stuff. I know, because they, why would we send them free stuff if they can't see the show? They don't know what they're winning you it know, for. You know the answer to this. Guys, we have to move on. We have to move on. Nom the Burritos has been sitting here in suspense waiting to hear Marisha answer Sorry, this Nom. All right. Why, why am I apologizing? This I is exactly what know. my therapist is telling me not to do. But, this is your fault. Well, I'm apologizing to Nom on behalf of you. The problem is, is my therapist is telling me to get Marisha to apologize more. <laughs> That's a shady ass therapist, man. I know, it's pretty, she's also my dentist. <laughs> All right, just don't spill the drink. I'm gonna die on the show. I spent three minutes making that cocktail. All right, Marisha. Bo was the first one to bring up Yasha when finding out that Rainy is an Asimir. What are her thoughts on meeting an Asimir? What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at, Danny? I'm in the moment question. With their patron connected intact, connection intact, or how does meeting Rainy affect Bo's thoughts on Yasha and her situation? Yeah, hearing you explain that sucked. And hearing everybody try to explain the Yasha thing to you sucked. Yeah, sucked. I was also, I was really trying to not go for like a, well, you're an Asimar, so you all know each other, right? No, you almost I did that. that. I was trying was not so to. <laughs> um, and I was trying to phrase it in a way where it wouldn't, yeah, I don't know. So I was trying to be like, I don't know. Do you have like, Asimar sense, uh -huh. you can sense other, when an Asimar leaves this existence, um, or this plane, or this realm. So I was trying to do that. I knew, I knew in my, so once again, it kind of goes another one of those things where like Marisha knows that that's a moot point entirely, but I think Bo would have made the connective, would have tried to been like, I don't know, I'm fucking, yeah. Offend someone while I ask this stupid question. Yeah. So yeah. 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 That was kind of where it was. I thought you guys actually handled explaining that very well. Yeah. It was. It's. It's a tough thing to try and explain because you also yeah. don't want to go. Oh, this person turned on us, and then it's like, if I'm some stranger, I'm going to go. Why are you guys all terrible? For sure. Right. You know. But no, you were like, oh, I'm the terrible one inside. I'm just going to pretend like I'm all. You cool don't know that. I got a feeling, man. You didn't read the four pages I sent to Matt? <laughs> I did, because you accidentally emailed it to me first. Shit. Yeah. You really got to stop fat fingering my keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you changed your name from Frank, though. Yeah, I thought that Frank was, was a preliminary. Yeah, it was a Frank Frankenfurter was yeah, the first I name. Like and, yeah, I didn't like it. I think Rianne Manier makes a lot more sense. It makes, it's, yeah. the, now, looking at the art. Right. Although, Frank, yeah, no. <laughs> She's not a Frank. 
All right, Mika, you're, you're out of detention and you can now answer this question. Wonderful. From Meister, How long has Rainey had her philosophy on right and wrong? Did she listen to her angel so adamantly even as a kid or did something change as she got older? Uh, so yeah, she's always been super evil, die, good, live mm -hmm. because um, she was abandoned by her mom as a kid and just kind of had this one kind old uh, apothecary as a pseudo father growing up. So when she started getting these messages, uh, that's really the only person that she listened to other than Landon, yeah. her pseudo dad. Um, and Landon, as part of Rini's backstory, like leaned into Sam Liel talking to her. And when she had the incident with the Fae and the, uh, there's another word that I'm forgetting. What are they called? Dryads mm. uh, in, the forest when she went out to collect herbs, that's how she got her druidic powers. He kind of leaned into it knowing that like, okay, Asimar's gotta go out and do things. Like they're not just, they're, they're very rare, so they, they eventually they have a calling and I know mm -hmm. that I can't keep this child forever even though I want to and she's right. my daughter. Um, so he kind of encouraged her to listen to Sam Liel and what he was saying. And if Landon's saying listen and if Sam Liel's saying listen, then all Rini knows is listen. Mm. So, Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's yeah. why she's so like, well, whatever he says goes. I don't understand why I wouldn't listen to him because right. that's the only thing she knows in life, and she's been alone her entire life until she came to Uthadern and started like developing friendships because she's been a nomad for thirty-three years essentially. Wow. Or thirty-something since she started being a nomad when she was like a teenager. Wow. Yeah, Danny. Mm. I got a thousand dollars, says Mika showed up Thursday more prepared with this character than any of them the night of campaign one, campaign two, episode one. Right? Listen Probably. to this. Probably. <laughs> You're explaining this yeah. character better than Marisha did until like 43 episodes of talks ago, probably. <laughs> Listen, I just really love D&D. <laughs> I love, no, but I seriously love how layered your thinking has is on this whole thing. Yeah. And, and how it fit into where these guys are at now too. That's co so cool. Which is so funny because so many people were like, oh, all the things that you have in, in common with the Mighty Nine was that planned. And I was like, nope. You're like, I don't watch this fucking show. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't watch this fucking show. I have, I have no idea. And like somebody was like, oh, you're coming in at a time where patrons are important because Ford has no powers anymore. Yeah. I, learned, I learned that by watching. Mm -hmm. I learned that by watching. But mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I rolled her months ago. This yeah. is all just an amazing coincidence. Yeah. And I love that it's working out so well. It just, it seemed like the D&D &D fates kind of put this together. Heck yeah. And it's just really cool. Yeah, my favorite is that I, you watch these like sitcoms and the chemistry that goes into writing, especially when building an ensemble cast, right. is meticulous and deliberate and well thought out. Yeah. And if someone leaves, then you have to think of what the mm -hmm. next chemistry that's gonna be different but still fit in like is. Like when Michael left the office. 100%, yep. when Chevy Chase left Community. Exactly. You know, when any of these people happen and you have to like figure out how you're gonna readjust the chemistry. Mm -hmm. Remember when uh, Fresh Prince, when they replaced Aunt, uh, yeah. Aunt, uh, and the, the, uh, the mom, the mom the, aunt. The, uh, the mom, the aunt. Yeah, Viv. Aunt, aunt Viv, thank you. All yeah, of a sudden there's a new right. Aunt Viv with no explanation. Yeah, yeah. but and you're like, how what? But we got Wait. used to it. We, oh, weird. I totally got used accept to it. it. Yeah. I think but, I like yeah. new Viv more than old Viv. Anyway, go ahead, Marissa. Sure. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna make a Van Halen joke. I'm gonna please? keep going. Please. <laughs> I was gonna make a Sammy Hagar joke. Please. Um, 
anyway chemistry chemistry yes. yes so whenever like anyone new is introduced and you kind of like it changes the alchemy mm -hmm. yeah and in a in all not never in a bad way just always in a fascinating way yeah and so it's interesting yeah watching how Rainy is mixing it up it's it's interesting from an outsider's perspective because I feel like if I previously had watched every episode of Critical Role, like I probably would have come into this a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But it seemed more organic for Rini almost because it's like Rini doesn't know who the fuck these people are. Mika doesn't know who the fuck these people are. Yeah. yeah. So like I can't even have any ulterior motives. Would you have been more nervous had you seen everything, or less nervous had you seen everything? I feel like it? I would have been more nervous because I would have known what's previously happened and like have an expectation to live up to. The only expectation I had to live up to was, I'm really nervous because this means a lot to me and I love all these people at this table, so like I wanna make them proud. And I heard that the fan base is the most incredible thing in the world and I wanna make them proud. Yeah. So like coming into this, like Marisha knew I had a drink beforehand because I was like shaking. I was like <laughs> so scared yeah, and so yeah, terrified. Yeah. Um, and even though this is something, it's acting, it comes naturally to me, but for some reason I was like, I'm gonna be the worst, they're gonna kick me out halfway through, I don't know what's gonna happen. Everybody wow. thinks that when they come on and it never, it's never once happened. I'm so yeah. glad to know it's not Except for Chris Perkins, me. we had to. I heard you killed him <laughs> off real quick. But everybody has to kill Chris yeah. Perkins off to get back for all the fucking shit he's uh -huh. done to us. He, he was a real scene stealer, that Chris Perkins fucking was. Fucking Chris Perkins. If I ever had a chance to kill off Chris Perkins at a campaign, I would. He's the Nicolas Cage of D&D. &D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just keeps showing up everywhere and no one knows why. <laughs> he's also the Sean Bean of D&D. &D. He's just gotta die. He's just gotta die. He's just gotta die. die. Yep. He can only last a certain amount of time. Uh, Marisha. Yes, um. Uh, what? <laughs> You said yesm, yesm. <laughs> uh, Leo Munn's tiny hut. Yeah, Leo Munn's tiny Leo hut. Leo Munn's tiny hut. Yeah, yeah. like the spell. Yeah. Solid, spell. solid Twitter handle. Solid yeah, that's Twitter great. Handle. Yeah. Bo declared herself the leader of the Mighty Nine this episode. <laughs> one of my favorite moments. While it seemed played as a joke, Bo made some big decisions for the benefit of the Mighty Nine, like the teleportation circle. <laughs> Does Bo see herself as a capable leader when given the chance? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Bo sees herself as a capable leader. That feels very um, generous. Uh, but I think Bo knows she can bullshit herself as a capable leader in the moment. But she, but no. Mm -hmm. But no, Bo. Bo's best when she's bullshitting. It actually sucks. Let me tell you something. Please. <laughs> Here we go. Let me tell you something. I put so many points into deception when I built this character mm -hmm. because I was like, she's a fucking liar. Mm -hmm. She's lied her way through life. She's the big bad. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I say that every time you come on here. And then, uh, and then I started this whole campaign with Ford to be more polite and honest and a better person. Rip. So now I'm going through, <laughs> I'm going through trying to be like honest and Matt keeps being like, make a diplomacy check. And uh -huh. I'm like, ah. Uh, hey, <laughs> come on, man. No, so I don't know. I need to go back to lying again or something. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. I should definitely not change. I did. 
Yeah, be like, I'm a big badass liar. Oh, um, could oh, you be no, more I'm nice? Gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> sure. role play and ooh, be more nice, and we're gonna be honest. Why would and, you listen to the big green man? Medium-sized green man? When I said big, everybody told me that he's not big. Yasha's <laughs> bigger than him, so he's. I guess he's medium-sized. I don't know. I mean, he's big. Is he big? He's he's fine. I don't watch the show, so I hecked up. I mean, compare. Look at him there behind you, and compare his head size to yours. <laughs> I don't think that's what you could say. No, that, that would a be big small. man. Yeah. Would not so be maybe Ford is small. Maybe Ford's small. Hmm. Maybe Rini just doesn't know how to see things. <laughs> see, look. He's, this is how small his. It fits right between my fingers. <laughs> so tiny. Oh, no. Look at the tiny man. Look at the tiny. He looks like he's seen too much. He, I, he has seen too. Oh! <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? We're big sports fans on this network. <laughs> oh my god, I love sports ball. When you have the things with the uprights and then you put and then you, you there's kick a, the Mika, Mika. Yeah. Take a look at that camera right there. Hi camera. And uh, say it's breaking news. It's breaking news. Tom Brady or Brad Pitt or oh, one of those guys no. it looks like. Oh, that was Brad Pitt. Oh, no. Is that me? That's you. God damn it. <laughs> I thought you were about to go, God damn, I'm handsome. No. Somewhere Travis is throwing up onto a carpet. <laughs> Jesus I like Christ. The onto a carpet. Well, yeah, because he's probably like burping his kid and then he's <laughs> throwing up onto the Marisha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, well done, Zach, and the rest of you. Assholes. Exactly. This is what happens when you go out of town for I know. a day. I leave for a week and all of a sudden. You're a sports ball man. I'm a sports ball man. Something I've never been accused of. Uh, CD88 wants to know, Marisha, Bo was willing to spend a lot of gold to get Caleb access to that teleportation circle. Why was spending all her gold preferable to spending the next month on Goatback? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's in the fucking sentence. <laughs> Goat back. Goat back. Does that sound fucking enjoyable? I thought it was just so you could come back to see me. To and that and too. That too. I mean, what you're saying? I'm not worth two thousand two hundred platinum. How much was it? Yeah, it two thousand gold. Two thousand platinum. Yeah. yeah. So much. It's a decent, <laughs> decent amount. We we did it. So many chicken nuggets. So many. That's a lot of chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, fast travel's a big deal, especially yeah. when you're at this level. Mm -hmm. And we don't have, like, a druid. We all said it. Got spoiled by Keyleth last campaign, just being able to, to tree stride anywhere. It's pretty fucking handy. Druids are kind of OP. What level, uh, how do you, what level do you have to be at to get that? Isn't it like it's like a fifth level spell. Oh. It's like a fifth level? Damn. No, no, no. It's a six level spell. So I think so like, when you get six level spells, 11? I think that's 10 or 11. 10 or yeah. 11? Well, then I'm one remember. or two levels away from Ashes. My and then you can go. Oh. <laughs> so Heck yeah. Wow. In like no other class, yeah. like, because wizards have to have access to the sigils. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Dude, at a certain point, druids are broken. The, yeah. Druids For are sure. so right? broken. For right? sure. Like, For sure. I don't know. Is it? Is it like a. It's not a spoiler, but it was just interesting. I saw a lot of discussion about my hit points, um, and I was like, 
cackling to myself because I'm like, don't y'all know that druids are broken and I have a way around this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have a very, very incredibly broken way around this, especially because of my druidic circle. I'm like, y'all, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust and believe. Yeah, druids that are wild shape, up. man. That wild yes. shape, because you forget once you hit zero hit points on whatever wild you're wild shaped into, mm-hmm. you go back to where you were. Where you were. So if I wild yeah. shaped at my full hit points and I have two wild shapes, mm-hmm. that's a lot of hit points. Yeah, I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like like druid mom crying in the corner. <laughs> Matt was like, regular size wolf or dire wolf? You're like, oh no, there's no room in there's here no for room my, in dire my dire wolf. Sorry. <laughs> But I mean, dire wolves are fucking big. I have are. this. I have this one wild shape. I hope I get to use because it's just, it's just so broken and is stupid. Is it that? What, is it the body pillow? Yeah, I wild shape <laughs> oh into the no, Molly, Molly body pillow. What? Oh, Molly's sad. So sad. Come on, she Molly. keeps wilting. Boy, ever since he died, his posture has gotten real bad. Oof. <laughs> hey, Mika. I mean, Silly. that's so mean, Brian. Mika. That's mean. You didn't hear that. I uh, know that. Uh, know Roberts Vans <laughs> wants to know. Rainey was particularly interested in information on poisonous plants mm-hmm. and substances mm-hmm. at the archive. Is this a new interest or something she's been practicing for a while? Does she tend to use poisons in her missions? So it's another part of the backstory. I don't actually think I wrote this to Matt, which I feel like I, I should have, but it was also late and I was running out of time. So she loves poisons when she has to take out targets that Sam Leal has told her to assassinate. Man, she sounds like John Wick at this point. Yeah. Um, I knew it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with nope. that, that's true. Uh, and as you know, she said she has an affinity for tea. One of her favorite methods is inviting her target to tea and poisoning their tea. Whoa. Um, it seemed <laughs> it seems a little more humane than stabbing. Of course. <laughs> she oh. like legit could have just murdered all of y'all. Like, <laughs> y'all all drink God. that fucking tea. But guess what? She didn't because she likes them. <laughs> she thinks that they're swell. You don't know that. I said that. I, Rini straight up said she thinks they're swell. Could have been cool if Caduceus was like, well, let me just make some tea, and then you're like, let me help. Bye bye. I love you there. Um, but yeah, it's. Ooh, a sword. <laughs> It seems more humane than also like wild shaping into a scorpion and like murdering them or like poisoning them via snake. Yeah. Um, and new poisons open up new opportunities. Like I've been saying that for years. Right? You know, fast acting poisons, slow acting yeah. poisons, gross poisons, like Game of Thrones poisons, uh-huh. where it's like, ooh, purple phase, like uh-huh. really painful. Retirement home poisons. Retirement home poisons, AKA mothballs. Pudding puddin poisons. Pudding poisons. Yeah. You can get frozen poisons, give it to them in a in a pudding, otter pop. In an otter pop, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we don't really, tr- those are made from otters, right? Yeah, absolutely, ground up otters. Oh, dirty. Yeah. Wow. How do you grind them up, in a blender? No, and one of those wood chippers. Not the oh. wood cutters! That's what they're, they're slick like bodies a, like are a, for. Like a New York City trash bag <laughs> yeah, just, into the back of the thing. Just. That's what the woodcutter otters are. <laughs> they're just oh, otter pops. Otter pops. This keeps devolving. Oh no, <laughs> you know the only thing that could save us. Fan art of the week. Fan art of the week. Woo! Our dad. No, 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 no. I love that face. How did they get that photo of you? I, I don't, I don't, I don't. This week's fan art winner. Awful. Campaign two, episode seventy-four, was sent in by Christine Ridgeway at Skydar Studios. This one's cool. You ready? Yeah. Look at the screen. Don't look at me. I'm looking. I'm not looking at you. Okay, don't. Okay. Let's take a look. Oh, that's so cute. That's so good. 
Oh, I was so mad in that moment. I didn't have. Gotta uh, zoom in on that shit, Zach. Speak, speak with, with plants, plants prepared. Apparently, Matt's voiced a plant before. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like you've been tortured. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's pretty good. Oh. We call it his Matthew McConaughey tree. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Does wow. Does sound like Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. Careful. Oh man, I need to see this. Hey, oh, thanks to everyone who submitted. Congrats to you, Christine. You won a black walnut dice vault from Wormwood that definitely smells good. Please don't make me smell it again. No, I'm not because you you ruined the you ruined the ad. Oh. Can we do it over? It's not an ad. Hold on, I can do it over. It's not, no, no let because me, let me I sniff don't. It. Do, you, do you know what I will not have happen on the show? Is someone pretend that Wormwood smells no, good. No, I'm gonna smell it and it's gonna be the greatest thing I've ever smelled in my fucking life. No, it's okay. Fine. You can smell it. your uh, advertisement. You, no, it's no. No, no smell it's the not, box. No, Maybe I don't want to smell it anymore. All right, all right, all right. Hey, remember, <laughs> you can enter our weekly contest by visiting critroll.com. <laughs> slash. No. Submit. <laughs> Rules for our contest are available at critroll.com. That's our website. Why are you making that face? She doesn't. She's. She doesn't. I'm no one. It, no living. One told me. No one told her. To <laughs> wait. Do it again. Do it again. Let make me. it. Wait. Wait. No. 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 Have make it do it. Slap. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 Look at that camera. Like, This is the best episode of this show that I've done this week. I swear I to God. I you've done this week. Yeah. Through her, I feel. So, yeah. I'm. I appreciate your humor so much more when I'm seeing it through her eyes. She makes you a lot funnier. This is what I need. This is what I need. I think it's the outcome. What a lot of people don't know is that since episode one of Talks, we have a live studio audience. There's 150 people watching. Yeah, they're just really quiet. They just. I think we've not really given them a lot to work with. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Mika. Yeah, that's me. Give the people something to work with with Absolutely. an answer to this question. I will. From Daily Twin One. Mm -hmm. The conversation with Fenn and ensuing explanation of mm -hmm. her relationship with Rainey showed that they still really care for each other. Does Rainey regret her choices at all given that they led to their relationship failing or does she place the blame on Fenn? So, when, when I yelled, it'll always be your fault. That was more of a gut reaction. Mm. Um, which, yeah, Rini would say that in the moment because she's angry, but like she understands that what she does can never work with how Fen thinks. Because Fen is super, she's like the leader of this facet of Glassblaze. Like she's teaching archery or like perfecting their archery. She's kind of like the head archer, like the head scout. So she's super dedicated to routine, loyalty, you know, uh, sticking with your family and yeah. staying safe and protecting the home protects the all type of thing. And Rini's like, well, if I gotta go kill a thing that might kill me, sucks to suck, but I gotta do it. Mm -hmm. So their ideals inherently clash and they obviously still care for each other, but when you're just, base morals don't mix, you can't, it's just gonna be a destructive circle. Yeah. So it was kind of a mutual ending of the relationship. Um, they both realized this can't happen. Um, Fens essentially told her like, if you go to the Savalier Wood, don't come back. And so Rini never went back to her place. Like she just wow. didn't. Yeah. Um, wow. Which sucks. Um, and like a part of her will always love her and vice versa, but like, 
what are you gonna yeah. do? You know, like yeah. Rini blames herself, but also blames Fen, but knows that nothing can ever be fixed. Yeah. Especially now that she's just taken a six month contract to go with the Woodset Auditors into the Savalier Wood. So but if Fen's anything, gonna be real mad. Yeah, but if anything, it's sort of a solidification of her decision, right? Oh yeah, that was, she's like, we're, not to quote Taylor Swift, but they were never, Please ever, ever don't quote getting Taylor's. back together. All right, that is all it. the time we... <laughs> <laughs> Max, you didn't go over the rules. Um, there's three rules, there's two of them are one, about not two mentioning, of them is not mentioning Taylor Swift. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it was a sad realization, because I knew like when that contract got brought up, taking it would be like the end. I don't think Fen's even going to talk to her after this. Like, Forget even being able to go into the barracks and like say hi anymore. What if she returns a hero? Fen doesn't care mm. because she, Rini will be putting herself at risk. For the greater good, yes, but it's so against who Fen is as a person. Yeah. Um, it's just such great personal risk. Like, yes, she's a glass blade and it serves to protect, but there's a limit and that Savalier Wood is, is, is the limit Absolutely. and a dragon is also a limit. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, it's fine. Because that's, that's a big, you're caring more about you than you are us thing, right? Yeah. Like, if you're willing to put yourself in that sort of situation, then it's showing me that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Then yeah. it's like, you don't care about our relationship. And also, if Rini dies, then Uthodurn also loses a protector. And Fen is a partly a protector of mm -hmm. Uthodurn as a, as a glass blade. Yeah. So it's kind of, she feels it's selfish on multiple fronts, personally and worldly, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, but I don't know, Rini, Rini has to move on. Yeah. Listen, she's traveling with like a hot, hot ass monk, so mm -hmm. whatever. A hot she'll ass monk. <laughs> America's ass. America's ass, America's she's traveling <laughs> with America's ass. I think she'll get over it. America's ass monk. America's ass monk. It's one of Matt Mercer's creations coming soon to Marisha. <laughs> Wipe that smirk off your face and answer Fuzzy Face's question. Fuzzy Face. Bo seems more comfortable lately flexing her cobalt otter? soul status, particularly to gain favor with people they meet. <laughs> have her opinions on being a member of the monastery changed, or has she just realized it's an effective bargaining tool? I've known it's an effective bargaining tool under the right circumstances, but it's very uh, selective mm. when you're like, I got a hookup with like the librarian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You hear that? Yeah. So it's very. Um, <laughs> it won't fly at a club to yeah. get you in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if cool. I walk into like a thieves guild and I'm like, <laughs> you like books? <laughs> That's how you get stabbed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're gonna up. be like, what the. Fuck. So not something to use with the clasp or the myriad. <laughs> right. Right. So when I have that opportunity, like I'm going to be like, you want books. Mm -hmm. But even in this case, they were like, and? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, cool. Like, great. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, they're like, whatever. Fucking backstory, whatever. <laughs> Listen, they thought you were cool for like, Point two seconds. Yeah, that's all that matters. I know. That's they enough. were like, "Wow, we have one of those too." Like, oh, <laughs> who called Caleb oh Barnes a noble? Was it Travis? <laughs> yeah, it was Travis. Yeah. Travis. And then Matt like, called him book boy. <laughs> 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 
There were a lot of really good insults. Because someone, invoked, yeah. someone <laughs> invoked borders, and I got sad. I remember, said borders. Remember borders? Yeah. yeah. Borders. I used to sit in borders and read manga. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was well, that kid. The coffees, like, exactly. shops in The one, like, in, on the valley, like, down on the boulevard. Yeah. On, on the on Vine? Oh, yes! I know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Any well, borders. It's been a trip down Borders Lane, ladies. <laughs> hey, Mika, wait, me. you, we can't leave without you answering this question from Frankelstein. Sounds close to what Rini was almost named, Frank Frankelstein. Frankelstein. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there, maybe it's a relation. Let's find out. Okay. Why was Rainey so quickly to, so quick to sign a contract that would threaten her life only so that the Mighty Nine could get a steep discount on the teleportation circle? Mm-hmm. So we talked about what that decision meant relationally, but why do it so they can get a discount? So. Uh, Sam Liel hasn't said anything other than dragon, dragon, dragon yeah. for like a few days and then he's been silent. And this is after he hasn't spoken to her for five years. So all she really has to go on is like help people. And since Umi seems to trust them and Umi's like one of her really close friends, it's kind of like the next closest thing she has to a guide telling her what to do. Yeah, It's just there's this group of people that the person that I trust trusts. So I'm going to spend all of my energy on making sure that they get what they need mm-hmm. and they can get what they want. And um, also, this didn't, I didn't get to bring it up, but it was part of her reasoning for wanting to go f- with this white dragon that Rini overheard the entire conversation that you guys were having right. and heard that Umagorn was like, I just want you to spread the word that I'm as good as my father. And that's something that, cause she helped him cope with the death of his dad cause she's been around for so long. Yeah. Um, so that's personal to her that she wants her friend to be happy. Mm. So if these people make Umagorn happy, oh, wow. then also that's why she even said like, so you guys will come back? Like she wants him to be happy. So wow. she'll put herself at risk to help the greater cause yeah. Dang, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Also, she thinks a lot of the people in the group are attractive. Oh. And that's She's physically. Physically. Oh. Which ones does she think are attractive? This is well, very Danny, important. Well, Danny. She already mentioned. She already that's, thinks. That's she thinks none of our business. She thinks Bo's really. Business. She thinks Bo's really attractive. She also thinks Caleb's really attractive. But okay. she said she didn't like books, and that made him sad, which is why she gave him that book to cheer Aww. him up. That's why she really wanted to take him to the auditors to cheer him up. She's like the only person she got really flustered around was like, what was his name, Hot Boy? Oh, Essek. Essek. Oh, yeah. Essek. Because oh, yeah. he's like. <laughs> You were really good at that, by the way. Because <laughs> that's just me. That's just, that's just me being a dork. Because um, that's like that's like ethereal, like next level hotness. So like the way that she shows that's like too hot. That's like too hot. Exactly. We're She's just like, like this is, I can't I can't stare into the sun. Yeah, exactly. Like her, like Rainy starts shutting down because Essex was way too hot. Right. But that's how she shows affection. Like part of once again part of her four page backstory was that she leaves. Umagorn like flowers. She druid crafts little plants to cheer up his his Does workspace. She, she doesn't have a crush on him, but she like cares about him like a brother. Aww. So that's how she shows love is like doing things for people because that's the only way she knows how Aww. is by helping. Wow. So she sees she was it was just her and Bo and like we're negotiating with these assholes that won't give us anything and yeah. even saying like, hey, the fucking light bringer will come back sooner if you help us. They were like. Fuck you. I was like, yeah. well. Shitty rolls. Right? Fucking shitty rolls. I realized I have the luck feet and I didn't use it once. Oh. I know. Oh. Hard oh. mistake. Hey, at least I have all of it for a dragon. Still the same day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, so we're yeah, good. We're good. good. You're good. Yeah, um, it's still the same yeah. day. I'd, I'd rather use it for something that could get us killed yes. rather than yes. an auditor. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it was like seeing someone that A, she thinks is real cute and B, is going to help her make her friend happy. It's like, 
I'll risk my life for six months to make them happy. That seems totally legit. Mm. Rini doesn't really have a sense of what is too big. <laughs> like she's kind of like, whatever, dragons killing seems easy, teehee. Yeah, because it's good versus evil. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not complicated. Yeah. But they are kind of making her question her morality right now. I hope so, because yeah. otherwise she could get herself killed. Yeah, like I think that they're the first people that have like, they were posing the question of, um, what if we're stealing to fix something that will save the world? Mm-hmm. Short-circuited her fucking mind. Yeah. She's like, I don't understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting seeing a character that's so layered and complicated that kind of feels like they use very non-binary and uncomplicated solutions right. to compensate with that. Yeah. It's interesting. It's yeah. also hard to get that across. It's like, I love the show because you can talk more about the deeper meanings of what's happening because it's like, I'm yeah. on for two episodes, you know? It's so hard to get the, all of it out all yeah. of it out there. Um, but yeah, like I feel like everything that happened last last week, yeah. my, my days blend together, yeah. um, had a, a super deep subsection paragraph meaning to it, mm. which is hard to portray in four hours. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And as of Thursday, eight hours, but. Yeah. Uh, Question from me to you. Yeah. Is Rini, did you purposely design Rini to be a character that feels like they kind of seek simplicity? No. Or is that, okay. Yeah, so a big part of being nervous on the day of, of last Thursday of my first Critical Role appearance was like, I know who this character is and I know what I want her to be, but I, I'm i about to balls to the wall, figure out how I play her right here, right now, yeah. as we go live. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, I saw an amazing quote, I think it was on Twitter, that somebody said, Rini is like a teenager with a Lisa Frank trapper keeper <laughs> who can kill you with like out even trying. Yeah. And oh, I feel that was me. No, that was you, yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, but, it wasn't. <laughs> but I feel like that's. I watched the episode five minutes before we went live. <laughs> um, that's, I kind of love that I fell into that because I had no idea how I was going to play her. Yeah. And this weird, doe eyed, teehee mm-hmm. will kill you character yeah. fits with her morality and yeah. with her backstory. Yeah. So she kind of fell into place as, yeah. as we went live at 7 p.m. We all pretty much did that, by the by. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It's like, we'll see what comes out. Exactly. That's probably, we were thinking about is that the earliest Matt's brought out a guest in an episode? That was awesome. He, he was said like, he did that on purpose. Because, well, yeah. the Noelle Stevenson thing. Yeah. Where was where poor Noelle, we went to break, and she still hadn't come out yet. So. Yeah, yeah. well, that's your guys' fault, not, not Matt's. <laughs> a little distracted. A little, yeah. yeah. But. Hey, did you have fun tonight? Um, of course. You did? Yeah. Would you come back if I asked you to on I, the air in front of literally dozens of people? I would. Do you want to come back next week for part two of Talks Machina? Yeah. We, we only do the show when well, guests are on. Is is, th- is this a legitimate offer? Or it are you is. Baiting? Danny, Wait, am I like serious? Confused. Yes. Yes, we're serious. Cool, then yeah. All right, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> cool, now I only have to ask one person if they're available for Talks on Tuesday. Steve, are you available next week? I got a thing. Mm. <laughs> ah, bummer. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. I would like to thank Mika and Marisha for joining us. I love this show so much. Welcome. You're you're welcome here anytime. You can have my job. Cool. Oh my God. Everybody heard it. They did. 
Yeah, but trust me. <laughs> here come the tweets. They're like, best idea Brian said. Fire Brian. Episode, no, we're going to edit this out of the YouTube. Episode Fire 75 Brian. is this Thursday at 7 p.m. PST. Don't forget to love each other. Don't worry, it's almost Thursday. Stay Ooh. as turnt as Mika is right now, my friends. Yeah, yeet. Remember, creepy and a crime. Oh my God. Did you say yeah, yeet? I said yeah, yeet. Yeah, yeet. Stupid, dude. Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.